Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the Archers with me, Harriet Carmichael, Lucy V. Freeman, Jeff Thomas, and our executive director, Cooper. Oh, and Matt Rodriguez-Payne. Is he co-hosting with us this week? No, but he's not on the list and he should be because somebody did point out that he actually contributes slightly more than Cooper. Really. And slightly more than we do. In fact, it it should just be brought to you by Matt (laughs) Rodriguez-Payne. He does a lot more work. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) And James Everett? I mean... Yeah. (laughs) Matt and James between them. Yeah. And Jasmine McCreary, to be honest. I mean, (laughs) we've got to mention all our contributors. Oh, God. Such a long list now. Uh, Okay. And um, MRP. Yeah. Now, before before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what happened this week in Ambridge. We began the week with a man peeling potatoes, which was considered remarkable enough to wring a five-minute scene out of. (laughs) It was Eddie trying desperately to pretend that there was a subtle wheeze to being on the fate committee and that somehow it was going to result in the Grundies making millions of pounds from ferrety fun, which still sounds like something that should result in at least 14 years imprisonment. Ed is planning his best man's speech about, as Will said, what him and Jazza used to get up to together. What? Drug abuse and homelessness? That'll have him rolling in the aisles. Lee was allowed back to bounce about on poor old people's dodgy hips in the laurels. It seemed to give him a strangely bombastic sense of confidence and he declared that he was now Jack's dad. Seemed to me quite a bad idea for him to go steaming into a meeting with Rob with that as an opener. But he then went round to ask Harrisman if he would come with him. But Harrisman was too busy listening to a blackbird and said, What are you on about? Oh, you'll be fine, mate. He's only a psychopathic maniac with a homicidal hatred of you. Eee, look at that dandelion. Helen wasn't much better. Keep your wits about you, Lee. Wit. Mia, damn her eyes, has come up with a scheme to keep Linda occupied with collecting anecdotes of fate's past. Mia! That means weeks of us listening to half-baked reminiscences from people we've never heard of. Thanks a lot. There was a strange fate committee scene at Ambridge Hall. Linda was looking for polymaths and got Grundies, seemingly all sitting awkwardly on her squishy sofa, crushing their flat caps between their knees, <laughs> while the lady of the manor bought them iced drink and asked them if they'd come far. <laughs> Odd observation of the week. Fallon and Harrisment and Linda and Robert all have the same doorbell. Were they a job lot? Or was it the village doorbell like Harriet's street waffle maker? Maybe people carted about with them and stand outside each other's doors. Press the bell then, Eddie. We have to get it back to number one, the green at half past. <laughs> I got very confused at Brookfield, as I often do. Ruth invited Stella and Pip for dinner and then told Pip who was babysitting Rosie. 
Isn't it Pip who sorts out Rosie's babysitter? <laughs> what with her being her mother and all? Has Pip now abandoned Rosie completely and just forked her over? Anyway, it was all getting very cosy between Stella and Pip. Pip commented that Adam was rubbing Stella up the wrong way and that is all I have to say about that. Stella is never going to fancy Pip as much as she fancies the seeding bar on the nudist <laughs> drill anyway. They were all being unusually sociable until the most colossal faux pas. If someone makes you dinner, you say thank you very much. You must come to us next time. What are you doing in three months? Not come to me tomorrow night. I think I'd cry. There's a social code. You invite someone over and then think, hurrah, I have fulfilled my obligation and been hospitable and now I can get the next month off. If you go to theirs the next night, then the onus is right back on you again. That is sociopathic. Fallon has her finger on the pulse of local business, as always. She said she was ridiculously busy with not having any customers and so had no idea there was going to be a cafe at the new charging station. She was expecting it to be the usual thing a machine that has been programmed not to pour the correct volume of liquid into any of the cups on offer, cut up carrots in a bag that have gone a bit furry, and a Twix for £8.90. So, off we all trotted to the planning meeting about the charging station, and we met Lena from Damara Capital, who reminded me irresistibly of someone, and I couldn't work out who it was, till I realised it was Hermione in the first two Harry Potter films, before she got the hang of it. Mia seemed to be regarding this meeting as some sort of night out, but then I suppose if your idea of a smashing Saturday is gluing yourself to a bit of tarmac next to a man called Damien who smells of carob, it would be. And talking of um, carob, we ended the week with Lee getting very, very confused by Rob. Rob began his chatette with Lee as Holly Willoughby. Most importantly, are you okay? Whether it was all part of Rob's plan to get Lee out of the way or Rob was attempting to get Lee to persuade Helen to be more lenient by playing the empathy card, who knows? But if it was the latter, it failed spectacularly as it simply resulted in Lee bursting into tears and flying off in an aeroplane. The thing is with Lee, Rob, you don't need to go to those lengths. You could probably just tell Lee that if he didn't do what you wanted, you would creep into his bedroom and I'd tickle his feet and not stop even when he asked you to. And that would do it. <laughs> poor baffled Lee. And poor baffled us, as we still don't know what the git is up to. But I do hope he hurries up and does it, as I've gone back to getting butterflies every time I hear the theme tune <laughs> again. The end. <laughs> well, I think he's done it. I think that's it. He, he, all, he, he's so clever. And the, the writing's so clever. Because now Lee's going, I might end up like Rob and never mm. seeing my kids. So mm. I need to go and see my kids. He's going to get on a flight to America in September and I don't think he's coming back. Right. And I think that is Rob's plan because Rob knows that all he needs to do is get Lee out the way by reminding him he's got daughters. Then he can then start playing the ill card. Right. And Helen has no choice but to sort of, you know. Because I missed that completely. 100% totally missed mean? it. What? I didn't realise that was what he was doing at all. Oh, well, I'm very... Very clever, Lucy. It's probably I know. only me that um, deciphered it. Well, no, no, Jeff pointed it out as well and just looked at me in disbelief when I went, huh? What do you mean? No, I mean, he didn't, he didn't, um, Rob didn't say, oh, this is my plan. <laughs> but I'm just guessing <laughs> that that Listen. was his plan. <laughs> what? <laughs> Listen, listeners, as I... <laughs> 
<laughs> Listeners, I cunningly persuade thee <laughs> to did fly like away a, on a airplane. Whisper to the camera. <laughs> now watch the how our coercive controller can really control the situation. Did you see situation. that? Did you see what I did there? It's <laughs> now then, Lee, when you're faced with a coercive controller, <laughs> I expected Harrison. I thought it was all going to end really badly with Harrison sort of like stepping out a tree at the end going, Hold up there! Uh, Have you got your wits about you? Hey, I've got a pistol, so nobody move! I thought Harrison was sort of going to I'm jump I'm a wildlife out. crime officer. I've got a really ferocious ladybird in my pocket. As Rob was sort of leaning over to Lee to wipe his te- tears away, yes. Harrison was going to, Don't touch him! Unhand that man, varlet. <laughs> that would have been a much better end. No, but I assume that this is Rob's plan. It's all going to plan. So far, so good. Oh, and, I and completely missed it. I thought he was going to get Lee's sympathy to persuade Lee to yes. put some pressure on Helen and say you should let him see yes. Jack. Uh, well, I assumed that would have been the plan. But then when Lee was crying and going... But then, you know, it was obvious when Lee was crying we thought aha rob's made him realize that he he too could he's basically said we're this oh, no but it was also when he was like oh i feel so sorry for you and oh no was it no i envy you wasn't he mm. so it was hard to know rob's so clever yeah. you d- you just don't understand what he's doing but i i thought lee lee played the situation quite well in that he was friendly <laughs> but he was still on he was still on guard, I thought. He was he would played it like a twat. I didn't know. He I told know. Rob exactly where Henry would be. He goes oh, to the he goes Lucy. to play he goes to play wherever it was. Foot he does he does oh, um karate now and no and he goes to play wow. whatever it was, football at whatever gym at the oh, wherever it was. I didn't um, clock that. I mean this is I'm as thick as lead. All honest. of this information is if you're a coercive controller, information is power oh. because you can then lean on it to either um draw people in or blackmail them or leverage it somehow. Right. Yeah, I didn't think about that. He's actually. told his he's told uh, Rob his children's names. He said Mabel's this and so and so's oh, that. God. Um he's told him where, you know, wow. you just can't Tell them anything. He's given away too much info yeah. in in the space of yeah. about three minutes. And he realised because then he said, "Uh, anyway, I'm going to go now. Thank you very much. Goodbye." Didn't he? Yes. And sort of hurried off. Um, so he realised, I think. Did you see though? There was a great tweet from, oh yeah, Pickwick the Dodo, who mm. is Leslie Hustler. Uh, tw- um, tweeted the Radio Times summary of the Archers for next week. And it says, um, should I read this out or is this a spoiler? Oh, actually, I haven't got what it says. But go and look at his tweet. It's really good. And it says, looks like we are right that Henry is in touch with Rob. Because mm. there's something about Henry and Rob in, the, in next week. And then, um, you know, at Rutherian, yeah. Ian replied, oh, yes. Remember yesterday's episode, Phone yeah. Under the Duvet. Yeah, yeah. How are people so freaking clever? Mm. I could have literally those sort of details. I mean, just completely passed me mm, by. Mm. I just thought like, oh, what a brat. Take mm. his phone away. Yeah. But of course, everything means something yeah. in this Robin Helen storyline. Yeah. yeah. So is that is that quite a good theory? 
mm. that Henry's yeah. already in touch with Rob. Yep. But then I, I thought the twist was good this week in that did you think at the beginning of the week um, who's paid the solicitor's bill? Uh, of course, it's Rob. Uh, yes, I totally did. Yes. Yeah. And then it was But clever, then one of I our very that... clever listeners... Oh, yeah. Um, who was it? Who was it? Uh, Janine said... Um, is it, I think it's being paid out of the modelling fees. Oh, right. Yeah, brilliant. So, well yeah, done. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that, that yeah. It, it, but I just thought it was a great, t- it was sort of, because yeah. I was like, how could they not go, oh, what if it's Rob? Mm. And then, and I was across because I thought that was um, yeah. stupid. Yeah. But then the, I got egg on my face because mm. there was a nice twist in that it was Tom. Mm. Yes. Clever, isn't it? This week again, apart from all the Eddie and Linda face oh. But apart from that. So well, Jeff good. just said he didn't know who to choke first, Eddie or Linda. <laughs> they were both irritating him so much. I'm, it's, well, it's, it, I mean, you have to feel sorry for poor old Eddie and Linda, <sighs> the actors, because they're like, tick have to compete with yeah. a Robin yeah. Helen storyline yeah. at the best of times. Yeah, it's like when, it's like in a, when you're sent out the front of the curtain to do the birthdays, <laughs> while, well, you know, the important scene is being assembled behind you, and you're like, can I get off now, please? People are boo. Yeah. Get off, Eddie, we don't care. <laughs> Yeah, that that I mean, it was just boring and pointless, wasn't it? But I, but I actually thought that when Lee came back and burst into tears, I just, I just thought it was bloody brilliant. Mm. That, because he, also so unexpected for Helen, because suddenly yeah. he's going, he's sort of like seen the light as well, hasn't yeah. he? In a way, and he's like, yeah, hang on yeah. a minute, I, I, I've got my own bloody yeah. children. Uh-huh. Why am I having to look after yours and cook for them and get up for them? But, but I just thought that was very. And then Helen's like, Helen's like. Oh, you, of course you can go whenever you want. I will give you my permission yeah. to go and see your daughters. Have you? Paid the way she consoles him is so like a mother with a child. Yes. She said, of course you do. I, I know. know, it's all right. And even when she was saying to Tom, oh, Lee, he's so frightened. Mm. Thing he could, he, she was talking to him like he was a kid, mm. like, about him mm. like he was a kid. Mm. And then did you notice this week when he got his job back and he was all excited and then she went, well, have, you packed your, have you packed your work yeah. bag for tomorrow? <laughs> And Do I you know like, where your plimsolls are now? Because you know what'll happen. <laughs> I mean, is that deli- all that? Is it deliberate? Is it? I don't know, but it gives me the absolute yes, willies. I it, hate me it. Too. It really makes me cringe. The yeah. more I don't know if I'm reading too much into it now because we're always talking about mm. the way she treats him. But mm. it, it it is very mother and son, isn't mm. it? Yeah, it and really is. And it Lee and and in a way, it's such a contrast again with. Because she's got the higher status in their relationship. Yeah. And obviously Rob had the higher status in... Yeah. In, so it's sort of like quite a good contrast, isn't it? Well, also, so, there is a there is um, a, uh, a theory, psychological theory, that says if somebody treats you in that way, you will go on to treat other people in that way. Well, like, so, like the bullying effect. Mm-hmm. So she may be... Pick, because when he said... I'm I'm scared about doing this. She said, "Oh, for goodness sake! Yeah, you just did. need to do da, 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 do what I say, and it will all be all right." And I thought, "Whoa, hang on a minute, lady. You know, you he's telling you that he's concerned about something, and you're a dismissing it, b rewriting it, which is the Darvo thing that we talked about last time." Yeah, you know, you're telling him, "No, you don't feel like that. You just think you do. This is how you really feel, and anyway, you've just got to get on and do it because I've told you to." Yeah, and I thought that's really not good. That's yeah. not healthy for an adult relationship at all. 
So I wonder if they have been writing their relationship mm. like that. Mm. It, especially the bits where that random thing where Lee was under the duvet, mm. a, bit, a bit like Henry, mm. where he was under the duvet and sort of miserable and then he had to sort It's like he's sort of starting to see the light, mm-hmm. isn't he? Because mm-hmm. Helen really has got him round, wrapped around her little yeah. finger. Uh, but without even being particularly nice to him. She's just done no, it as, by as you sort said, of... just treating him like the au pair. Yeah. Um, I thought it was uh, interesting that he... Um, he he kind of, on Sunday, Sunday's episode, yeah. he came breezing back in and everything was fine. And he was like, oh, they've said that I won't lose my yeah. job. Da, da, da. And I thought that was a really quick turnaround from from being absolutely in the depths of despair and Helen being in a foul temper and him being really, really anxious. And then it was all very breezy. So it's sort of like neither of them are, are addressing how stressed the other one is. They're just, well, just they, get through they, it, just get through it, just do what I say and get through it and it'll be fine, you know. It, but, but it also reiterates what his priority was compared to mm. hers, which mm-hmm. was his was his livelihood, mm. isn't it? And now he's got that back. He's... He feels that the pressure's off, whereas she's still got... Yeah. He's sort of forgotten about the Jack bit. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. That isn't... Because also, clearly, he isn't chipping in for the solicitor's bills. No. Quite rightly, because it's not his mm. his case, is it? But, but when he said as well, I'm, I've taken that role, I'm Jack's dad now. And I thought, you don't just announce that you're somebody's... When did he say that, Dad? dad. He said... Um, not to Rob, he didn't say no, that. No, no, no. He said it to Helen, and he said... Uh, oh, when they were talking yeah. about Rob, yeah. When he yeah. said, he said, I can, you know, uh, he's going to talk about, uh, he's going to talk about Jack, but I'm, I'm, I've taken that role in this family. Yeah. I'm Jack's dad now, and I thought, no, you're your daughter's dad, yes. And you've kind of forgotten about that because yeah. she's kind of steamrolled you so effectively into, yeah. You know, you've sort of enfolded you into this family, and now you've forgotten that you've got a choice about stuff. Yeah, weird, isn't it? I mean, nobody wants to see Helen on her own, abandoned and trying to deal with all this by herself. But she's got to, you can't have it both ways. You can't be, I am the only one that can deal with this. You're all idiots. And she is heading down that route a little bit, you know. Yeah. Don't interfere. You don't know what you're doing. This is all down to me. Yeah. And then go, but you have to support me by doing all the, you know, not saying your own children, but supporting mine. I mean, she was very supportive and happy for him when he got his mm. job back and she was sort of yeah because it didn't cost her his, anything <laughs> well yeah and also she was enjoying his giddy company yeah he is like a little tigger when he's he happy is. isn't he bouncing around but it didn't it she's happy God, because it didn't anyone... require her to make any sacrifice whatsoever yes that's true that that's true oh dear poor old helen to be honest i think she'll be fine i think she is he's gonna go she's gonna sort of get sucked into rob Oh, that sounds a bit gross, doesn't it? <laughs> she's gonna suck off. No, yeah. she's going to be yeah. drawn into yeah. the Rob into medical that. saga. Yeah, because that has that that. that she's can't gonna be, be back fake. in that dynamic again. It can't be fake, can it? it like it's too random. Yeah, mm. I don't think he can have faked it. No. Although, oh my God, there's this incredible podcast on... Oh, um, Amanda, Scamanda. No, okay. no. Oh, that's another really good one. But but Believe in Magic. Oh, that. Oh, oh. my God. Have you finished it, it? Yeah, yes. But you, I, I, did, I, How soon did you twig what was happening? 
Oh, you know me, Lucy, not until the end. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I was like second, second episode, I what, thought. What, you were like, it's the mother? Yeah, I know who it is. Right, okay, yeah. Uh, no, I was literally like... Because oh, again, what she what she's doing, the, um, the whatchamacallit, uh, Munchausen's by proxy, that's again linked a little bit to narcissistic personality disorder. Well, I guess which is mm. linked to abuse of anybody, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And control and yeah. coercive. And, and it was all about her making, you know, it Attention wasn't her seeking. pushing the, the child to do it for the child. It no. was her you know i mean yeah. it's a really disturbing but yeah. completely um yeah. which we've just completely ruined sorry. for anybody that hasn't heard it yet oh, but anyway yeah, just forget this go and listen to uh, it anyway yeah, it's just brilliant it's really good yeah um but um did you when when sunday night started and eddie was like and they were like dad what are you doing oh. in the kitchen dad you know you've got a penis and you're using a potato peeler <laughs> yeah, do just, you know that i mean i was like Though Lucy is going to kill someone. She's going to go drive to Birmingham right now. Dad, it ain't natural. Gun, and, she's, and then Eddie's Put the like, saucepan oh, down, Dad. Oh, you have to boil the potato. <sighs> I was like, oh my God, God, Lucy is literally going to kill something or someone. <sighs> because it's your worst bugbear. But then they really overdid it. When Eddie... Yeah. Ed, there's no way Eddie, after, even if he wasn't... Helping with the cooking. He would have seen Clary boiling the potatoes yes. before she put them in the oven. Eh? You have to boil them, I oh, thought. They oh were God. roasted. Oh, oh God. God. Anyway, but I props to him for making good crackling because yeah, not that many first-time chefs could do yeah. that. Yeah. So, so he's obviously all right. He's no. got it in the locker. Yeah. But I... What I, I so, and like Mia, she just always sounds so um, accusing yeah. Even when she's being nice, she never sounds nice. She always, she she's like always like got that tone about her. <laughs> Slightly like peevish like, and picky. Yes, yeah. Always. Yeah. So annoying. She makes us so unlikable. Even when Linda was like, "Can I sit here?" She was like, uh, "Yeah, maybe." <laughs> Yeah, you can. It's free. I'm studying into Chelsea, but there is a little bit of yeah, um, yeah, very irritating person there really about is. her. Well, she is that. She is the self righteous teenager, uh, and I live and, with and two of them. And I am telling you that it's not. <laughs> Does it, is it also slightly worse if they're an activist? Ooh, God, <laughs> just being told that. And why are you driving that gas guzzling mm. guzzling Fiat then? And oh God! Shut up here. Also, I just thought you, young lady, need to click round the ear because you are just being really rude. Yes, you are heckling. Yes, and when when Jim's trying to put a yeah. serious point across, yeah, and also love. I sound like Jennifer. Not... Your elders and your betters. <laughs> no, but you're like a you're you're basically a parish council meeting. Yeah, and shut up. Nobody off. wants to hear <laughs> from anybody, let alone you. It was just so annoying. So embarrassing. Um, yeah, that made me laugh. Oh, how's your drink, Lucy? However, she did she did take Eddie down a peg and said, you lied to me. You said that you were going to yes. go for that thing and you, yes. you didn't. So, and that's good because Eddie does yes. need, because Eddie was a bit disrespectful and just said, oh, well, it's fine. I'll just lie and won't go. Yes, it's And that's, true, that's that. not on. If you make a bargain with a, well, anybody, you have to I do mean, it. I did think, well, Eddie could have gone to that meeting and then they could have had dinner with Oliver after. Yeah. You know that the the yeah, poor old I, Oliver. Oliver's sitting there with his knife and fork, you know, <laughs> tapping them on the table. Uh, Clary, Where's these, my dinner? These Where's potatoes my uh, dinner? haven't been boiled. 
then just a roll. There, because Eddie wouldn't have to cook the dinner, Oliver. I'm I've given it up now. I've passed all it all this, over to him. So naughty. Fair. Here, can you put, stick this nose on? Put a sour tail on this one. <laughs> They're probably just knitting together, aren't they? God, that is so doily. lame, though. What a... St- I mean, how What's are they the going to make any money out of... It's just it's nonsense. Not, because it's not like... They're setting up a strip club or a, yeah. you know, a, a what? A, what do those yeah. things used to be called in Guys and Dolls? Like a racket or mm. like they're they're not gonna make money at no. a village fete. No, there's only gonna be a hundred people there, isn't yeah. there? And they're all the people that live in the village anyway. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's oh, well, anyway. <sighs> Maybe mm. something incredibly exciting will happen, and a celebrity will turn up. Oh God, that'll be fun. Mm. Um. Yeah, so the Stella thing. It's definitely going that way, isn't it? Oh, God. I was like, I was really nervous. That scene where, so she, 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 st- yeah, it's just too weird mm. to have dinner. Uh, well, yeah. to have dinner, to have dinner the, the, together the week after is slightly weird. But yeah. to, to go, I would have gone, if someone, if we, yeah, as you said, if someone had come around to my house for dinner and then they'd gone, oh, well, you should come to mine for a curry tomorrow. I'd be like, oh, <clears throat> Are you actually joking? <laughs> because I'm going to end up going to bed really late tonight because I've got to like wash up and, yeah. you know, and and there's literally no way I want to see yeah. you again. Yeah, after exactly. And nothing will have happened for us to talk about either. What are we going yeah. to talk about? Anyway, it was very sweet of Stella, but they ordered curry in or did. Yeah, or, yeah they'd ordered the but curry, yeah. hadn't they? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then. But they it's went... not about the food, is it? It's about the you're being on social duty. You can't sit there with your, you know, in yes. your in your in your elastic, elastic waisted trousers, watching terrible television and picking your toenails. You have to be, you know, but up and that, up and. Um, does it go back to that quote that about you know you're suddenly moving in together? Maybe mm. Stella is just trying to. But there, I I don't, I don't. There's no chemistry at the moment between Pip and Stella, is there? Oh, I thought I, there was. Did you? Mm. I, the thing is, I'm just finding it really hard to imagine that Stella's going to fall in love with Pip. I know. Well, there is. You do. I mean, it was of, intimate. Mm. I got the intimacy, and mm. you know, they were knocking back the wine, yeah. and things could have happened. I mean, I was literally like, my heart was basically like beating fastly as I was waiting for the kiss. Fastly. <laughs> but I don't. I don't because I don't fancy Pip. Yeah. I can't. I can't have, and I do fancy Stella a little bit, mm. so I can't have them no. getting it on. No. You see, uh, Stella and Anna Trigorin, yes. Yes, because she's sophisticated yeah. and yeah. intelligent. She's a match. Yeah. She's a match. Yeah. You can imagine her, but Pip, I don't know, there's something, I just, Pip's so earnest, isn't she? Even like sticking up for Adam, although it was quite sweet the way she stuck up for Adam, I thought. Mm. Did you mind that? No, no, no. I thought that was that was quite it, good. It was and probably... also she did remind me of a lot yes. of the stuff that Adam had done yes. that I'd forgotten about. Because I quite liked exactly. him when he came back from Africa and then it's when he met Ian and everything became so very, very difficult. <laughs> very intense. <sighs> and but and also but I liked the way that Stella was sort of well, I think I think that the everyone the scriptwriters are being so honest about Adam because they because Stella's going, Well, okay, he might be he might have done all this good work, but mm. he is um he's two faced. Which he certainly is, yeah. Because he? he absolutely was. Yeah. Mm. 
He's just a cowardly custard. He's a big wimp. He needs a blooming backbone. I just feel uncomfortable about Stella and Pip Lucy. Oh, really? I just, there's, I don't know, I can't, I think, I think because Because Pip's I, not good enough for her, you Pip's think? Pip's not good, well, mm. I guess it's because I've never found Pip a massively attractive character. Mm. Even when she was with Toby, I didn't believe, mm. didn't really believe Okay, they, setting aside, setting aside that whether or not anybody's going to suddenly sort of, you know, develop a... Whoop. A Sorry. crush on Pip, apart from James Everett. Yeah. Um, who would, apart from Anna Trigoran, because we know she's... I mean, I She's can see dead. Stella more. I can, I can, fi- I can. Debbie, even. Well, Stella and Ruth makes more sense to me. Yeah. Than yeah. Stella and Pip. Yeah. I, maybe because like Stella seems very mature and quick-witted, mm. and she sort of needs someone who's as. I mean, I but then Pip maybe she doesn't but... because of the op- opposites attract yeah. thing. Because Pip is reasonable and she doesn't tend to fly off the handle. And yeah, but she maybe was... that's the trouble with Pip. She's reasonable. And because so what, Stella was getting really head up about Adam and she was saying, yes, well, you know, yes, you just have to let true. it go and everything. So maybe that's where we're going with them as a couple. That In the same true. way that we have Adam and Ian, where Ian's... Well, Ian... <laughs> Hot-headed. Ian appeared to be quite level-headed until he told Adam to do the worst possible thing with Stella, which was, you know, when he decided to to suddenly have an opinion on something, it was entirely the wrong one. But anyway, (laughs) there we go. Anyway, and the thing is, it'll bed in Mm. as they bed in, Mm. won't it? It'll Mm. become normal. Yeah. It's like your friends, isn't it? Yeah. It's It's that weird thing of if you've got two separate friendship groups and you're good friends with both of them and then they get it on... It's weird. Mm. It's weird to have yes. two friends become yeah. a couple when you've known yeah. them individually. For because so it's like long. getting to know a different person because yes. you're now getting to know them as a unit, yes. which, and they change, people change when they're with people, don't yes, they? Yes, they do change. Mm. Good, let's hope Pip changes. Yes. Shall we well, hear from the, uh, the, 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 the Pip fan club? Oh, yes, poor old dear James. Mm. He's going to be good gutted. news, everybody, he puts in capitals. <laughs> Pip Archer is back. It is so good to finally hear from her. <laughs> it's it? been too long. What a great surprise. Stella moves quick, inviting Pip and Ruth over for a curry the right uh, for a curry right after. Though I won't complain the more Pip the merrier. Oh bless him. <laughs> James, you do know what's happening, don't you? Anyway, no, well, I think uh, he'll enjoy it though, presumably, isn't he? <laughs> maybe sparks will f- <laughs> Maybe sparks will fly between Pip and Stella at the outdoor swimming group. We all know what yes. happened after Jacob's brother and Kirsty went swimming. And then, when, do you remember when Pip and Stella went swimming for the first yes. time? Yes. And that was all a bit weird. Maybe that's yeah. when the rumours started flying about mm. then. Yeah. Anyway, and that was this time last year, wasn't it? Let's see what Ruth will have to say about that. Not much else to say. Let's hope Pip doesn't disappear anytime soon. Oh, the she P-A-F-C, won't. a.k.a. James. Well, soon it's going to be the... the um, Pip and Stella, A-F-C. The... Oh, pet. Oh, there isn't. Struth. A... No. Struth Strip. is so Strip. Strip. That's great. That's great. It doesn't quite work, but it's no. brilliant. St- well, Stip just sounds ridiculous. Stip sounds like a sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> yeah. Pella? No. no. Shit. Strip is great. Pilla. Keep it as that. Okay. Um. Yes. Something... Oh, I've got a theory about Fallon, by the way. Oh God! I wish you'd you cheer up. It. Is your is your theory about Fallon cheering up? No, no, oh. no. I don't want. I don't ever want Fallon to cheer up because it's not part of her character. I like oh, I'm the way a bit stressed she's, at the moment. I know, but that is 
I like Fallon being like that because mm. I think she's quite authentic. Yeah. Um, but I think that her and Harri- Harrison is, oh no, because I suppose he's going to get that wildlife job, isn't he? Yeah. But if he wasn't, because yeah. I thought this whole um, charging station and the cafe and the tea room not doing very well might either lead to them both leaving Ambridge, but then that wouldn't work because oh. they're great characters, or um, they're going to set up a new cafe together. Really? Well, well, what? Well, there's a, there's a parent. Why would if they've got one no, but, cafe that isn't working? Why would they set up another one? No, but what? Why are they both then having? Because at the moment they're both oh, having career work, crises. Career crises. They're both. But she feeling, loves what she does. Yeah, which is why I think maybe Harrison's not going to get that job or something, or it's gonna. He's going to have extra hours, isn't he? So he's going to be like, "Hey, love, don't uh, you know what we'll mm. do is we'll sell up tea room and start afresh at uh, charging station." But they or don't have like anything that. to sell at the tea room. They rent the knitted ferrets. They, <laughs> they rent the property, oh, and well, there's no even, money in the business to sell. It just seems like, yeah, he's not feeling grounded. She's mm. not feeling secure. So I thought there must be a reason that they're both tottering how on a scale of one to ten one being not going to happen ten it's definitely going to happen and everyone's going to love it It, it, ten being i've written the script how sure are you about the charging station going ahead oh yeah good question i don't actually thought about that um five (laughs) five (laughs) uh that's about uh, right for this podcast who knows big shrug of the shoulders no idea ten you, you really? Yeah, I think there has to be a change in the village. Mm. It's time for a change, isn't there? And also, these things always get permission. These things. <laughs> like, I know what I'm talking about. Well, Route B didn't, did it? Oh, you mean eco things? Eco things, yeah. Oh. Because that woman, Lena, she was right, Lucy. She was awful, though, wasn't she? Um, I thought. Don't tell she me that she's fine. one of your friends and that she. she... No, I did look her up. She's in a band, I think. I think okay. she's quite famous. Um, she. No, I didn't mind her actually because she's. But she sounded to me like the character should have sounded. Mm, annoying. Corporate-y mm. and a bit. You know, Fallon did say I found her smarmy. Smarmy. Mm. She, but she didn't sound smarmy. But what she was saying was very rehearsed, wasn't mm. it? So. Yeah, I think like in those in villages quite often, because it actually happened to my the village where I grew up in, the whole village was very divided on a um, solar panel. The summer, so a farm was, some of the land was being sold to have um, okay. solar panels on it. And it caused such a big mm. hoo-ha in the village. And it was all like the end of the world and da-da-da-da. Mm. And then like... 15 years later. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't even see it. It's yeah. Made no difference. You know, but everyone was like, I think because one of the roads was going to be widened, it was going to yeah. have more passing places. So the lorry, and the lorries are going to be, they're going to be coming through all the time. Thundering past. They always talk about thundering past. Children are going to be run over yeah. left, right and centre. How many deaths do they want on their hands? I mean, it literally hasn't made any but obviously, you can't say that no. to the people who are still anti it. But yes. I, and, and you I still probably aren't speaking to the other half yes. of the village that were pro it. No, exactly. Yeah. And then, anyway, that went all ahead totally fine. And then, ten years later, there was like a, a new development that was also caused terrible, like even more terrible. Well, it happens. Sort of every, I mean, it happens. But where I used to live in in Walthamstow, there was 
they made one of the roads one one uh, one way. They blocked off one of the roads, in effect. Right. And um, uh, two of the residents of that road, who had been friends for fifteen years, are still not speaking. Oh, it's because cool. one it's like was Brexit. one was pro it, and one was yeah anti it. And yeah, you know, it's it, it's, it's such it's, a shame. It's the equivalent of Brexit in a village. Isn't yeah, it? those that rancor yeah. doesn't dissolve because it's not just about. It's about you're my type of person and you're my friend, so you yes, must agree with me. Yes. Oh, what do you mean you don't? And then it's like a double insult because it's like not only are you not supporting me, but you've rejected you've rejected my opinion, and therefore. But I think as well, if you live in a, you clearly don't don't value me as a friend or whatever. But if you live in a village, because as an as a, I don't live in that village anymore. So from the outside, I'm like. It's literally not a big deal. Yeah. It's just a tiny thing. And, and anyway, we live in London where things are constantly changing I on know. a daily basis. But I suppose if you live in a village, you're it's like living in a big garden almost, mm. isn't it? Or it's like you... Mm-hmm. It's the village is your house in mm. a way, isn't it? Because it's much more mm. um, close-knit. And you've if you've lived there for 40 years, you know, which yep. you probably have, yep. then it means so much more to you and change... I suppose it's like somebody coming and adding a, an extension you don't want onto your house mm. or something. But so it, it definitely it definitely hurts a mm. lot more, doesn't it? Mm. If, if someone does it without your permission. Mm. But so actually, I quite I did quite enjoy that um, parish meeting thing because <laughs> sort of made me feel I don't know. I found I did find it quite reassuring as well that they, it was such a balanced yeah uh argument but surely you thought, should have it was such a it was yeah but why was, was justin being the chair because he's he's hardly impartial <laughs> is he he's you know the head he, of the thing that's developing it it's stupid you know. and he was so reasonable yeah i thought this is no weird. let's hear from <laughs> professor our, our professor jim lloyd you know. i thought mia could have at least done a fart or yeah. done, done some sort of demonstration glued herself to the podium <laughs> Not leaving, she's just left. Right, I'm not going to unglue myself until there is a charge and st- Where? Hello? hello? Where is everyone? <laughs> I said I'm not. Oh, they've all gone. I need the loo. <laughs> God, she's I so mean, annoying. why was she even there? She, <sighs> she wants the charging. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. So I, I quite like all that. It's mm. very real. It's very villagey, isn't it? Yes, I quite it is like very, that. very villagey. And I did, and I did feel really sorry for Fallon when, in her sort of vulnerable voice, she <laughs> was going, "Whoa!" <laughs> trying not to say Costa Coffee. Yeah, she was doing everything H-A- not to say Costa. <laughs> Just so much quicker to say Costa. Yeah, Just say Costa. Just say Costa. <laughs> and then Someone I- said we'll end up with Kotza Coffee or Moon Cup <laughs> or Moon Bucks or you know whatever. Was, you know. Yes. But I don't really i don't still i mean i don't i don't there must be those those charging stations with facilities must exist now like a service station i guess yeah well i've never been to one because why would i i don't have a no i mean but i assume they must exist this Mm. must be based on something (laughs) wasn't it i wouldn't bank on it but (laughs) maybe Uh, and then but the trouble with these things lucy in fact this will be one of jim's arguments is you put your 10 charging stations in and your mini cafe and your mini shop before you know it you've got a shell garage and a and mcdonald's a, and a mcdonald's premier inn's mm, gone up there yeah. and it's just become a 
motorway yeah. services yeah like one of those ones that you oh it's a nightmare you know when you're on the motorway and then it says services yeah and you just think it's a tiny turn off and then you have to drive three miles to yes get there yes and then it's like <laughs> said but it might end up being like that i suppose just one that is marked on the on google like it's just on the motorway yeah but it's six miles drive to get well it was it was quite interesting hearing about because he said it's half a mile away from the village green and she said it's six miles away from something else and i was thinking "Mm, all the all the um (laughs) ambridge pedants with their maps are going to be going no i don't think it is actually because they're going to have looked up where it is but i i I was surprised that they're only six miles from borsetshire i Mm. assume they were much further away well the fuss they make about going it's like they're going through passport control every time isn't it i know Mm. They could bike there. You pack and... your Kendall mint cake and your crampons because oh you're going God. to Borsetshire. <laughs> uh, right, so. Borchester, not Borsetshire. Um, now, do you remember last time, yes. last show, yeah. uh, we were getting confused about uh, Fallon's ex-boyfriends. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today confused yes i know it doesn't sound like us does it i know i know but just for once we were getting a bit muddled no i did whether it was reese or i queried it lucy i said wasn't he helen's boyfriend and you said Ah. he was fallon's boyfriend Mm. but he wasn't fallon's boyfriend then well terry white who is uh our go-to yes for knowledge knowledge general knowledge says knowledge de de ombrage reese was barman at the bull and Fallon's boyfriend until he oh. left, saying he was returning to Wales. On Kirsty's hen night, Fallon saw Reese with someone else in a club, having made it as far as Felpersham. Being oh, quite drunk, Fallon yes. went ballistic when she realised she'd been sneakily dumped, resulting in her being arrested for drunk and disorderly by Harrison, oh. which was their first meeting. Oh He'd appeared God. in one episode about three months previously when he was the officer who attended Glebe Cottage when Jill was burgled. That was one of those lovely multi-purpose episodes which performed more than one function. It wow. introduced Harrison, next heard arresting Fallon three months later. It caused Jill to move back to Brookfield, leaving Glebe vacant, opening the way to Carol's return, giving access to Anna. We then had several months of Harrison being nice to Fallon while she had no time for him. This told us all that they would finish up together. The majority on the socials were simply interested in the identity of the burglar, which was the least important aspect of the scenario, but people only shut up about it after it had never been mentioned again and Harrison had moved into the village to become a regular. Terry also says, on a separate point, the fact that some people on um, Twitter and some people that emailed us said, do you think Fallon's pregnant because of Mm. her 
moodiness. Yeah. Remark really shocked me. I'm a 71-year-old bloke, yet I know better than to ascribe any remotely irregular female behaviour to hormones. Is it not a no-no then? Well, Terry, I would say it is a no-no in normal life. In You would never... If you want to hang on to your <laughs> male equipment, you would not ever say to a woman, are you hormonal? Have you, you know, is it the it's menopause? It's like saying, are you... are you on the blob? Yes. Oh, God. It's the most disgusting thing. Yes. Oh, sorry. The dog's chasing foxes. Um, However, I think the people that said it were saying... probably ask it if someone was like puking three times every morning. Yes. But you'd only say it weeks. to them. You would... Yes. But I think... It was no, you in, wouldn't ask them outright no. anyway, would you? In terms of a soap trope, that's why people were saying it. Because so I don't think she had... She's just worried about the yeah. tea room. That's yeah. what I got from it. Yeah. And she's worried about Harrison, quite rightly. Can I just... Can I, just... I loved it when she went, why don't you just... I can't do, I can't do Fallon now, but why don't you just go back into the garden yeah. person, do you want to go back out there again have a bit of can, a cry Jeff is, <laughs> Jeff is going for boyfriend of the year oh yes you, oh can I just say thanks Terry because I'd completely forgotten all that I'd completely 100% forgotten everything thank and you. then then that bar thing yes. uh, now it's all come back to me Harrison sort of rescuing her no Harrison arresting her yeah and then he had to arrest her dad that's right. Yes, 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 yes. Jeff has just bought. Jeff has made me two cocktails through the course of this. Got, are you on your second cocktail? I'm on my second cocktail, and Bloody he's also. Hell, Lucy. I said earlier, I can't believe we haven't got any cake or biscuits. I'm so fed up. And he's just made a lemon drizzle cake and brought me it up oh, to the office. Oh my god! I know. He's made you lemon drizzle cake. He's made me lemon drizzle cake and two cocktails. And two cocktails. That mm. is boyfriend of the year. I know. Of the year. I know. I'm going to endorse him oh, for it on LinkedIn. I'm I think. sending Jeff those clappy emojis <laughs> and and little um, faces with stars in the eyes <laughs> and uh, little faces with love hearts in the eyes too. <laughs> Yay! That are floating off to Jeff right now. I love you, Jeff. You're amazing. <laughs> boyfriend of the year. Hashtag super cool boyfriend, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Hashtag every girl's dream, et cetera, et cetera. Hashtag like and subscribe. Oh my God. Don't tell him that he's every girl's dream. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> <sighs> oh, um, uh, Vicky Cole has messaged yes. us about... Um, Can I just quickly ask? Sorry. Yes. I can't wait to hear from Vicky, but what cocktail is this one? Uh, well... This I is, mean, I know we, we can talk. We'll talk about this later on. Yes, but no. We received. Tell me we so received it. many, many, many uh, oh my lovely drinks. Well, it has from, been our birthday week. It has. Happy birthday, Lucy! Happy birthday. What did you do for did yours? You get my card. I did get yours card. Did yeah, I not say thank you? Yeah, I'm sure you did. That is very remiss of yeah, me. Yeah, but if it's I did just not. you don't you don't have to because I didn't thank you for your card. You did. Well, I think you thanked me too. Okay. Um, Let's pretend I did, because I'm sure I didn't, but anyway. I don't need to be thanked for a card. I always love your cards because they're so immensely flattering. She always does a little cartoon of me with huge knockers and a tiny waist and very, very good legs. That's what you look like in cushiony lips. I I have the huge knockers, not so much the rest of it, but anyway. I thought it was good likeness. There you go, Jazza. That'll that'll um, <laughs> horrify you yes. into never listening again. Sorry. Um, yes. So yes, but but, but just uh, coincidentally, because uh, I didn't I didn't get any birthday presents. I don't know about you, but um, but what I did get, we did get loads of great stuff. <laughs> 
to talk about, didn't we? We did. We got loads and loads of beaver drinks. But, um, but just to be clear, yes. I would say most people call it Belvoir. Oh, really? that's how it's spelled. Okay. It's B-E-L-V-O-I-R. But it's like Beaver Castle, isn't it? Well, I don't know. I've never been. No, no, no. But, yes. but, but it is spelt B-E-L. Yes. That's yes, not an is. I, is it? No, no. I've always called it Belvoir. No. Because I'm genuinely a fan of their cordials. Mm-hmm. I love it. They do, because um, Robinsons do a lemon and mint creations thing, which is nice. But if you want a slightly better quality one, Belvoir do um, lemon and mint. Ooh. And it's so nice for it the summer. It is delicious. I've got that in my fridge. I have a mini fridge in the, in the, in the shop office. Uh, oh, where did they I actually, work. did they put, yeah, because they've sent us a load. I don't know if yes. that one was in there. And, but they also did non-alcoholic. Um, uh, what did we have? What was the first thing you had? You had the... Yeah, but I put alcohol with it. Yeah, so did I. I, I we mean, I don't think to. we're supposed to, but anyway. They, they're they basically, a bit like Fever Tree are doing. I mm. know Fever Tree haven't sent us anything, but you know, Fever Tree are basically sponsoring every single podcast at the moment. Oh. With their botanicals Typical. mixes to, ha- to have with um, booze. So, or, or unalcoholic. But basically. surely then, Beaver should be, uh, should be um, sponsoring us. Well, they basically are, because we're talking about them. <laughs> But I just They're certainly believe... keeping us going, I have to yes, say. Yes, because they sent loads of lovely stuff. So they And I've been wanting to get my hands on these mixers anyway. Mm. Because you can't... They're, they're like... So you had the passion fruit and mango one? Yep. With vodka. But yep. I had the mojito one. So it's like a it's pre-mixed mojito mm. mix. And then you just put your... Oh, my God. We also got rum. We'll talk oh, about yeah. the rum next week. It's called Hattie... <laughs> It's not called Hattie's rum. Hattie rum. Hattie rum. But mm. I thought, again, I thought this must be a birthday present. It's called Hattie's rum. I was like, this is so weird. That and my sandwich maker, which still hasn't been claimed. Oh, really? No. I've literally just got boxes of, oh, this is like gross, isn't it? But I feel like I've been sent boxes of wonderful Stuff. freebies. Anyway, so, yeah, so you put, you just basically put your, put your rum in and then you put your mojito, um, Mixer in. I've mm. got a blooming mojito here, Lucy. I know. And it so... beats a rosé, I have to say. Yeah. Oh. Listen. Chink, chink, chink. So, sorry, what was, what's the one you're, what's, what are you having now? Um, I've had the mojito and now I'm on the martini, the passion fruit martini. Okay, yum. Mm. Delicious. It really, really is. Anyway, big, 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 big thanks. Yes. Yes. Thank you very much. That was lovely Sarah Cole that sent us that. Thank you, Sarah. Oh, my yes. God. I mean could we couldn't be more spoiled no and also she's invited us to go elderflower picking i know i can't go at beaver farm but she said <clears throat> i would like to go to beaver farm though i know because as well, I, I said i'm a bit obsessed go. with them um i can't it's <laughs> in leicestershire I'm working. and um uh, and people people do community uh community picking. elderflower harvesting and then what do they get? You then? can earn £3.30 per kilo of flowers picked and delivered to the plant. Oh, right. Oh, that's cute. No. So you basically walk away with a bottle of cordial. Yeah. Oh, that's really sweet, though. And it's still made to uh, the boss's mum's 40-year-old recipe. Well, I mean... Their elderflower cordial. We've got some of that as well to try. I, 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 I'm a... As I said, I'm already a fan. Mm. Very much so. Because I will buy a bottle green if mm. it's on offer, Lucy. Mm. But, they're just, but the, the bottle green cordials are just a bit too sweet. Yeah, for me. yeah. Whereas the Belvoir ones yeah. taste more. They actually they sound like they yeah Beaver, they taste like they've actually been made by people, not by a factory. Handpicked mm. by people of the Leicestershire. Yeah. <laughs> 
what don't talk like for, that so get, i don't know why we're doing that three accent. pounds per six hours <laughs> <laughs> but have an incredibly wonderful day out <laughs> It's like strawberry picking, isn't it? You go yeah, out and you, you have get to pay to go strawberry get, picking. Yeah, exactly. You get basically you have a slipped lumber disc, and you know your children are vomiting, <laughs> and you're all sunburned, and you've and all you paid, paid for, for it, pleasure. and you come home with about half a punnet of squash strawberries because somebody sat on them in the car on the way home. And yeah. everyone feels so much worse at the end of the day. Yes, and everyone feels a bit itchy and, and they've all been bitten by things and you're all hot and Scratch. everything else. And everyone says, wasn't that lovely? We must do that again next year. Yes. Um, well, can we go next year to Leicestershire? Yes. Well, I might go this year. You never Oh, okay. Know. Well, you could, do a, um, you could do a little package. I could, couldn't I? Yeah. Mm. Why don't you and Jeff do a, a little package? beaver package. That'd be nice. Oh, cool. <laughs> a beaver package. But, yeah. <laughs> Gotcha. Um, um, okay, yeah. Uh, you know, last week we described ourselves. Yeah. And um, then I drew you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vicky Cole has just headed her email. No, no, no. And she said, I cannot believe Febreze is six foot four. That is all. <laughs> Nobody can believe it, Lucy. <laughs> but it's true. Yeah, but Febreze, to be fair, is about five foot one. Yeah, yeah. Jeffrey yes. is six foot four. Yes, yes. Um, Jeff with a J. Yeah. Uh, now, we've been invited to Brooklyn because you oh, made such a massive fuss last um, week about wanting bagels and blah, 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 blah. And was I doing the Brooklyn accent? <laughs> oh, because I could go and, and learn it proper. Yeah, as a work research trip. Yeah, um, exactly. Diana says, next time you're in New York, come to Brooklyn for some of the best bagels and cream cheese and mm. lox. We can have an... Ambridge on the couch meter, but my house. It's not quite as fancy as Lonnie's place, but not too shabby. Oh, I'd love that. I'm afraid I cannot stand it when Eddie's planning to get one better on Linda or anyone else. Let's move on, mm. she says. I know. No what one else. What did she say? Bagels either. and cream cheese and Lox, smoked salmon. Lox? Mm. What's that? What's a lo- is that a word for smoked salmon? Yeah. Lox. Mm, L O X. I didn't know that. Mm. Is that, a, is that an American word? Yes. Did not know that. Wow. Hmm. Wow. Um, Claire has got a bit muddled with her lesbians. She's got her lesbians all in a <laughs> twist. <laughs> she said, just realised I can email you rather than shouting at the Bluetooth speaker and hoping the universe delivers the message. Didn't, now she says Max, but she meant Anna. Didn't Max make a reappearance recently to advise Helen about Rob? Could she be a candidate for a girlfriend for Stella? Then she yes. put, damn it, I mean Anna, not Max. But if not, I'm team Pip and Stella. Basically, we're just team Stella, aren't we? Whatever happens, yes. we just wanted to get a really, really nice girlfriend because yes. she's ace. I'd, sell, I'd Stella say that she would... Uh, I was oh. trying to do her voice this week. I know, I heard. Because I, you did, did you? a bit of Stella last week, didn't you? Did I? Mm-hmm. Because yes. she's like, I can't, I can't do it on the spot. You said you so hit the T's, really. She flattens her T's and her S's, doesn't she? And she, she talks in quite a staccato way yeah. as well. Yeah. And I'm working on it. Yeah. No, it's very good, I thought. And thanks. especially, I really liked your Fiona Bruce, by the way. Oh, thanks. Which Lisa. appears, oh, does it which appear appears in the sketch this week. Because didn't we introduce, didn't we, did you? Oh, yeah, I know. No, that was, out, yeah, yes, that you? was, a, yeah. <laughs> when you did we, the big. Because <laughs> we were doing the wrong flipping <laughs> yes. thing. Anyway, you did a big intro to it. Yes, and then it was the wrong sketch. Yeah. Anyway, but something to look forward to, Lucy. Yes. 
Um, right, Daniel uh, Millichip says, Hello, lovelies. Weaver seems to be very, very important. He as is. everyone goes out of their way to address the dog yes. when Stella arrives somewhere. Yes, I noticed that. Now it is time for my first theory. I am wondering whether Bess and Weaver will have a straight dog love affair and this will lead <laughs> to Stella spending more time with Ben sparking rumors of a love affair meanwhile struth actually do start their love affair <laughs> and so we have an unraveling of the whole confusion resulting in shakespearean levels of hilarity of confused identities culminating in a fancy dress competition in which and ben puppies. dresses up as ruth and stella in fact does make out with ben i can hardly wait he said also did ruth just say adam started the fruit groin what is a fruit groin please <laughs> He, I mean, he was a very sick. The strawberries were so successful until they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Mum. <laughs> oh, thanks, Ruth. Uh, yes, I think she did say groin. <laughs> the fruit, the fruit groin. groin. I mean, <laughs> groin. Stella, how's your chicken breast? I mean, drumstick. Uh. Would you like two breasts or is one all right? <sighs> um, Richard Keeling says, Hello, Ambridge on the couch, massive in the style of DJ Freddie P. <laughs> I think we're now going for DJ Posh Priv. Um, as as was as was uh, given to us last week, um, he said, "I know absolutely no one is talking about this given the current Rob Helen storyline, but I have a theory as to who bought Gay Grables. Oh, yeah. I think it's the same hotel company that Lexi works for in Bulgaria. This oh. would kind of explain the random two episode storyline where Kirsty was thinking about moving to Bulgaria to work at the same hotel. It introduced us to the idea of another hotel company. As I'm writing this, I'm realizing how far-fetched it sounds, which actually makes me think it could happen. Yep. <laughs> Plus, I've always had a soft spot for Lexi. I think it's because she was my first new character when I started listening. Lexi could come over and run gay grables. Just yes. imagine how much Roy would squirm. Oh my God, that'd be brilliant. I really liked Lexi. I did. He said, also, I do love the what the hell is happening here feature. However, ever so often I find myself thinking, that'll make a great what the hell is happening here. <laughs> this week it was Stella comparing the nudist drill to a butterfly. Guarantee in 18 months we won't have a clue what that scene was about. <laughs> oh, Brian, Brian. Brian, it's huge oh. and shiny and I love it. <laughs> We're opens. Oh, that was so funny. I expected Harrison to turn up and go, this was a butterfly. <laughs> Oi, is that I a love butterfly? butterfly. That beautiful butterfly. I loved, but I really liked her joy at the drill. Yes. I, I did. Oh, well, thank God. I mean, sweet. it caused enough trouble. And also when Justin said, oh, so this is the thing, <laughs> is it? Oh, he's just such an old, such old busybody. He just a, goes round with his, he's like one of those women knitting at the guillotine, you know. He just loves a ringside seat just, to any and he stress. Turns up. Or, yeah, he's just always there, yeah. isn't he? Making a snarky comment. Yeah, and she said, oh, Justin, we don't need to go back through all that again. Yeah, yeah. that's why Stella is brilliant, because she can just dismiss She says someone. what the rest of us are thinking, doesn't exactly. she? Exactly. Yeah. She's us. Yeah. Or we all want to be her, yeah. anyway. Um, this is uh, from David in Carmarthenshire. Um, you used to mention the sound effects quite a bit. It occurred to me that yes. the sound effect that they use for the bell in the shop is the same no matter who is entering or leaving the shop. It would be quite reasonable <laughs> to expect a different timbre yeah. according to who is coming and going. For example, if Tracy was in a hurry to get some fags and a Snickers or Peggy was tottering in for her people's friend, the bell should sound quite different. But we get the same for everyone. I am thinking of withholding my licence fee until this is rectified. <laughs> 
da, 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 when some people come in. When his Alice could be heralded by a, you know, a brick smashing glass. Okay. But, of, but of all the things to worry about this week. <laughs> been a quiet week, David. <laughs> no, he said he's been, he's been going back through our old episodes. And apparently we used to talk about sound effects quite a yeah, lot. Yeah, we did. In fact, we did. And we didn't talk about the sound effects in the multi-story car park last week, or did no. we? No. No. Yeah, actually, Lucy, we've. I think as I think as well, you have to listen on headphones to mm. really get the full effect of sound effects, mm. and I haven't been doing that this week. Uh-uh. I must go back to me putting neither. it in my ears. Mm. Um, right. Do you remember last week's What the Hell is Happening Here? What the hell is... Yeah. Well, we had um, the Scottish uh. gentleman... Oh, that was brilliant. The estate yeah. agent that wasn't. Yep. Now. This is great. I can't wait. This is from Stephen Bowden. Dougal McHenry was indeed Paul. Lillian oh. had agreed to meet him in a remote village, still unsure about her feelings, when Jazza turned up unexpectedly to deliver some cream. Oh. I don't know if that's a euphemism. It was this <laughs> performance by Paul that won her heart. Fascinating fact... The name Dougal McHenry combines two characters in the Magic Roundabout, which Harriet is almost certainly too young to remember. Mm-hmm. Dougal the dog and Mr. McHenry the gardener. Others oh. Archer's characters whose names come from the Magic Roundabout include Brian and Zebedee Tring. Cheers, Stephen. What's I, Zebedee Tring? No idea. I can't remember what you said the prize was for knowing this, but I'm happy to take it to the form of Magic <laughs> Solstice Cocoa Beans. Keep up the good work. Yes, your prize, Stephen, is you're allowed to burn down a field of your choice on... <laughs> Well, well, Borchester okay. land. Mm. And having some cacao. <laughs> cacao. It's not just chocolate, Stella. Oh, I prefer a Snickers. Oh, Stella. Um, that is such great knowledge. So it was Paul. Mm. We, we thought it, we were I didn't think skeptical. it sounded, because Paul was yeah. always a bit of a wet yeah, lettuce. And he, was, and... he was quite serious, wasn't mm. he? Oh, well, that was an excellent performance by Paul there. It was. Well done, Paul. Uh, now I'm going to play What the Hell is Happening Here? Yes, can't wait. What the f*** is happening? Oh. Is happening here! <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I was, supposed to, I, was, I was supposed to sing along to that one, Lucy. Can you do oh, it again? No, Let it again. It, but this is a beepy one. <clears throat> this is when... This I know, is when but never, okay. I'm also supposed to sing... I'm supposed to sing live the character. Because oh. I haven't bothered recording any other characters oh, okay. yet. Because I've been a bit busy. But the, okay, all right. So I'll do it as... Um, who should I do it as, though? Stella. No. <laughs> <laughs> Zebedee Tring. Zebedee Tring. Okay, I'll do it as Zebedee Tring. I'll do it as... Okay. What the <laughs> is happening? What the hell is happening here? Nail. <laughs> here! <laughs> I like that. <laughs> right, are you ready for this week's? Yes. <sighs> what are you supposed to do with your faggins round here? Don't know. Not smoke in the first place, I suppose. And they wonder why people don't go to church. No confetti either, not to the reception. It won't be like this at my wedding. They'll be throwing all them petals and powders and whatever. <laughs> Sorry? Me and Ifty, when we get itched. I want us oh. coming in on elephants. What, in Ambridge? In India, <laughs> silly. Does he know about this yet? Oh, give me time. I've seen it in the films. Bloody hell. Oh, I totally know. Was that Krusty's wedding? <clears throat> Do you think it was, was it Kirsty and Tom? I don't know. Getting married. Mm. But I do, do you remember Ifty? Yeah. Come on. But 
Tracy if he was going out with was it but, Elizabeth? No, but Tracy really fancied him. Oh, oh. yeah, because that confused me. So, yeah, Ifty played by an old friend of man, Parents. Oh. Yeah, who I was, I think I was working with at the time or something. He's a really nice guy, but I haven't seen him for ages. Um, yeah, he was going out with Lizzie, wasn't he? She, mm. He was her first boyfriend after Nigel. He was tutoring Freddie. Oh, that was it. Yes, mm. yes, yes, yes. So why would... But, I, but like Tracy must only have... Because Tracy wasn't in it at no, all, No, really, she was wasn't, she? not for Until ages. I probably think, around that time. Yeah, I think it's Kirsty's. I think it was Kirsty's yeah. wedding. Yeah, I think you must be right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because also screen wedding. Yes, that was a good one. Mm. Um, okay, love it. And and very good, very, very pr- appropriate choice, obviously. Because yes. next week is Tracy's big do. Yes. Did you know oh, that? It's like this time next week. I know, I know. I don't, I what are you going to wear? Um, I'm going to go in my Carmichael Tartan Lucy. Oh. With, um, yeah, I'm going to be wearing like a kilt and a little shawl and put a little feather in my hair. Like super grand. That's <laughs> what you're going to look. Yes, I'm going to wear, a, I'm going to wear a, a checked cap. <laughs> what are you going as? Going, it's not a fancy going, dress. Are you going as Dougal McCready? I'm Dougal go- yes. McCrory? Yeah, exactly, yes. Dougal yeah. McHenry. Dougal McHenry. Or um, Archie the Inventor from Balamori, probably that. Actually. Oh, mm. love. Hashtag love. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I went to a wedding and mm. had smoked haddock soup, I would leave immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, no. No. No, not having it. Because <laughs> Fallon was like, yeah, because like, we could... Oh, I can't do any voices tonight, Lucy. Anyway, she, she was like... Yeah, because this will be really good publicity for the business. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 not if you're serving haggis. It no. is not good publicity. People no. are going to go, I would pay not to have this food at my wedding, thank you. However, however delicious it is in the middle of winter, for a summer wedding, it is not appropriate. It's too stodgy, as we said. And also, I can't imagine, up. As, as she's doing this for nothing, I can't imagine Jazza is being demanding because he's not that sort of person. If no. he knew he was getting it for nothing, he wouldn't be an arsehole about it. And if Pat Fallon said, oh, I'm really sorry, mate, it's just, I've got, it's, yeah. it's making me quite stressed, he would go, God, just do some sandwiches. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, of course he would. Yeah. I love the fact, though, that she said, well, as you can see, Jim, we've hardly got anybody in, <laughs> but I've been so busy. I was thinking, doing what? What are you doing? Jim was like, Oh, well, I haven't come in to buy anything. Yeah. And she just went, Jim. <laughs> but I mean, Fallon, you, you surely just have a look at your business model. Yeah, maybe exactly. your coffee's shit or yeah. maybe you just need to. Oh, it's the awful bloody music you yes, play, Fallon. I think maybe the sort of twin 1940s mm. theme has had its day. Yes, exactly. It was, that was about five years ago when everybody went a bit 1940s vintage. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's doing that anymore, love. Yeah. Go no, no, no. American Diner or, yeah. or find another theme. Yeah. yeah. Or just go super organic and artisanal. Yeah. And then, you know, they'll all come from, they'll drive the six miles from Borsetshire. <laughs> no electric cars. <laughs> <laughs> to get an artisan coffee. Artisan. Right. Should we cross over to Fiona Bruce now doing the Antiques Roadshow? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Okay.
Hello and welcome to the Antiques Roadshow. You join us this week in the Midlands village of Ambridge, a settlement of intermediate period and variable size, where our experts are waiting in the grounds of local stately home Lower Loxley to assess what the residents have brought along. Good morning. Well, these are some super little bits and pieces of jewellery you have here. Thank you, yes. I'm particularly fond of this little brooch. Yes, that caught my eye. Tell me a little bit about how you came by it. What do you mean? I hope you're not insinuating anything. <laughs> no, sorry. I just... How long have you had it, then? It's a family heirloom. I've had it two months. A family heirloom? Yes. Just not my family. I, I'm really not quite sure this sounds... Look, Brian said I could have it all right. And if he didn't, Adam did. It was all legitimate and above board. You can ask him. Go on, ask him. Jennifer would have wanted me to have it. It was in a bin bag. Security! Get your hands off me. Good afternoon. How super to see you. Now I understand you're our hostess for today's event. Yeah, I'm the Chatelaine of Lower Loxley. The house has been in my husband's family for generations. And then there was the whole roof thing, and voila, mine all mine. Oh, and you brought along something suitably special for us to have a look at. Yeah, it's been hanging on the wall of the dining room for ages, and I've always loved it. I'd love to know more about it, and what it's worth. Super. Let's have a... Oh, I say. Oh, this really is quite unusual... What do you know about it? Well, I was always told that this figure here was my husband's great-great-grandfather, Lord Willoughby Pargeter. But as for the peasant he's with, I don't know. So if you have any information on that, or what the painting's worth... The peasant he's beheading? Yeah, it's a lovely detail, that, isn't it? There's a whole queue of them behind the one he's got in his vice thing there. I was told it was a sort of traditional punishment for the peasants coughing too loudly. Lord Willoughby Peter was very keen on tradition and quiet. It's really quite graphic, isn't it? The way he's soaring away. Look at the sinews in his arms there. I mean, it's really rather... Sorry, I'm feeling slightly nauseous. Yeah, I think it's the cold-bloodedness of it that appeals to me. I love looking at it while I'm eating half an omelette. Any ideas of the painter? I can make out an F and a T. Yes, I believe the painter is a Francis Treadwell, mid-18th century oil painter. This may have been the last picture he painted, if I've dated it correctly. Oh, I'm sure it was. Lord Willoughby Pargeter made quite a point of shooting any artists after they'd finished painting Lower Loxley to make sure they couldn't do a better painting of anything else. He was quite the character. So... What do you think it's worth? Well, obviously, as a family heirloom, you wouldn't want to put it on the market. Huh? Oh, yes, absolutely. But how much, though? Well, it would probably go to a very specialist market. Possibly German. S&M. And I'd say around 12 to 13k. Oh, marvellous. I mean, I'm not going to sell it. Blah, blah, blah. Thanks so much. Excuse me one moment. Freddy! Freddy! Can you remember my eBay password, darling? Thank you very much, Fiona Bruce. Thank you, and Fiona. And various antiques experts. <laughs> 
I can't believe you haven't done an antiques roadshow before because it's such a good idea. Actually, Jeff, Jeff is just desperate to do his Brian Sewell impression where he talks about <laughs> sexual and things like that. So we had to, I had to write a sketch that enabled him to say things like consensual and sexual. And... Do you th- I think I might have asked this before only quite recently, but do you think Antiques Roadshow have ever been to Ambridge? Yeah, in, not in like, real life. No, in the programme. Yeah, no, I know, obviously in the programme. <laughs> It's not real, Oh, yeah, it doesn't exist. We've oh, yeah. been through this, Harriet. Oh. I think we went through this about two weeks ago. They're not people in your radio. <laughs> They're not. They're just voices. Um, uh, they uh, must have been mentioned, or maybe not. No. Maybe not. Well, I think I think they maybe should. Not. I think we've provided them with the inspiration. Yeah. Yes, do mm. it. Oh. Yes. Um, good. Right, should we go then? Because I'd quite like to eat my lemon drizzle cake. Oh, God. Well, I'm not going to let you go then, just because I'm jealous. Also, I have finished finished my one cocktail now. Totally can't stop me. Uh, Um, Are you going to go and listen to a a thrush singing outside? It made me so happy, Fallon. I wasn't listening to him when he was going on about, you know, meeting up with someone. I don't know what he was doing on. Um, Poor Harrison. This week... From Matt Rodriguez Payne, who had a lovely birthday, by the way. He yes, happy birthday, birthday, Matt. Yes. Um, uh, he was challenged to, uh, by somebody, I can't remember who, to uh, create an Enrico Morricone uh, themed uh, what did he do? Theme? Uh, movie, movie themes. Oh, right. And you'll know this. And it's, I love this. Oh, yeah. I, I know I always say this, but I do think this is one of my yeah. favorites. Are you ready? Yes. I'm light. I'm in a like a fetal position <laughs> listening to that. You're sucking your thumb. Oh, yes. I don't want that ever to stop. I want to listen to it forever and be in my own montage forever. <laughs> it's I from guess... a film called Madalena. Oh my god, it's really good. I know. Lovely. So good. So good. <sighs> I could. I was like, you know, seeing like clips from my movie past. I was mm. like. Driving a with a past? headscarf on, oh, and big sunglasses. Yeah. That was just one yeah. bit, and then you'd see me sort of walking sultrily through an Italian village. Yeah, were you on the beach at any point? The... No, <laughs> no. Oh, okay. 
No, I just didn't get that far. They oh, I stopped. See. Okay. <laughs> and I, was like, I was just, I was stuck in the city centre. I barely got to a tube station. He was trying to work out in town for park and ride and how he could actually get to the beach. Yes, it would have made me stressed. I really loved that. I might have to listen to it on a loop. <laughs> I think like any time you need to sort of go and have a, I don't know. Yeah. A, t- a, bit, of t- a bit of me time. <laughs> steady, steady. No, not, not, not that sort of me time. No. You know, when, you, when it's sometimes good to sort of go and be in your own head, isn't it? Mm. I mean, people always say, get out of your head. But I think it's great being in your own head sometimes. <laughs> I hate everyone else's heads. That's the yes. issue. I want more of me. <laughs> <laughs> Except if I'm listening to me on audio. <laughs> <coughs> so, oh, that was awesome, Matt. Thank you, he Matt. He clearly had a good birthday party. He clearly did, yes. He was feeling very mellow and in control <laughs> and, you know. And yeah, hot. Yes, Mr. Rodriguez Payne yes. is back at the controls. Yes, he's yes. back. Thanks, Matt. That was awesome. <laughs> right. Uh, should we say goodbye to the ladies? Well, don't you have now? to say a big thank you to people? Or is that from last week? That was from last week. I haven't even got the script up this okay. week. Okay. Well, I would just like to say a big thank you to everyone who sponsored you, Lucy. Yes, me too. Yes. And also um, to everyone, good luck who's doing the refuge walk. Yes. Amazing work. Although and it's the last day of it today. Oh, I see. Is there a time Ooh. limit on it? Ooh. Ah, okay. Have you done it all then? Yeah. Oh, well 60 done. miles in June. Great. Oh, it's like 30 days, days wild. Yes. Ah, well done. Yes. And also, thank you so much. staring at moths. <laughs> Did you look at any nature? No. <laughs> I was work? too busy looking at my step counter <laughs> thinking, come on! <laughs> Were you? Did you not get out of your head? Did you just stay in your head? I stayed in my head, yeah. <laughs> Good. I know, it's was so annoying the other day, like, because I was talking about podcasts to people, or to someone, and I was going, I think I said something like, I think it's like, it's so great to have a podcast on when you're doing something boring, like walking to the tube or walking to, the, you know, pick mm. kids up. And I just, they're like, yeah, but you know what? I, I sort of prefer, like, having silence and just being able to sort of, like, take in my surround. I was like, oh, oh God. Just go and stick a big... No, because that's when the, 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 the nasty internal voice starts up. <laughs> yes! Reminding you of what a bad person you are and all exactly. the naughty things I you've done wanna, and all the I things can... that you haven't done yet. So you need a podcast, especially I... when it's about somebody else whose life is a bigger disaster than yours, well, to mean... take your mind off it. Yes, or listening to something wonderful like Matt's music. That'll yeah. do as well. But, you know, like I can be in my head... Or out Who of wants my head? to take in the surroundings of Shepherd's Bush for crying out loud? I do it every day, <laughs> every day. I don't need more of no, it of taking it in. I know. Anyway, it was one of those things that you know. It's like when you were well, like when you sort of like talk about how annoying your children were, and they people go, "Oh, my children are like so good." Or they I go, "Just think about them. the people that can't have them," and you think, "Oh, shove it." <laughs> I just wanted to say, all I wanted to say was, I like podcasts. Yes. Okay? That's all I wanted to say. You don't have to make me feel bad about it, all right? I've learned a lot. I know so much about crime. Yeah. I'm practically like a detective. <laughs> I basically could just make my own crime drama detective. My friend crime. said that she had listened to so many medical podcasts about <laughs> medical, you know, like... um. fake doctors and things that uh she was on an airplane and they said is there a doctor and she had to 
physically restrain herself from going, me, let me, I bet I know, you know. And her husband was going, it's no, no. Yeah, well, it's, you know, like that thing is, you know, if you get a thousand hours of yeah. training, you're, you can do anything. Yeah. So I'm, I can be a detective. I once got massively embarrassed by a fireman because mm. I was, I know, not in a good way. I was... um walking up my street and there was a fire engine opposite outside the house opposite and I thought oh 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 this is exciting and um you know because you know blue flashy flashy yeah. is very exciting it's exciting isn't it? it's your adrenaline pumping yes and you think that I want to be part of this my life is very dull yeah. and I want to be part of the blue flashy flashy so I went galloping over to this fireman who was sitting in the driving seat of the big fire engine and said is everything all right and he said everything is absolutely smashing how are you and I thought, you kid, you know that I'm trying to find out what's happening and you're not telling me on purpose. And I, was, and I went, oh, fine, thank you. So and annoying. went stomping <laughs> off to my it's own not house. It's fair when people I don't know. tell you stuff. Don't withhold things. I want to oh, know. It's sad, isn't it? The teacher at my kids, she's been away for ages and... Oh, I really, I feel really sorry for her. And then to, she's sad about something and, oh. and she's come back now, but she's, look, she's got sad eyes. Mm. And today she wanted to like have a really big hug off my, off my little one. And she said, she said to him, I'm feeling sad. So I just want to have a really big hug. And I was like, oh my God, I nearly cried. Mm. And I, I, you can't say what happened, what's the matter. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, I, 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 I really need to know. Because I'm such a nosy bitch. <laughs> But it was mostly because I felt so sorry for yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. She's got these sad eyes. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sure. Even know. the thing is, though, even when it comes from a good place, it's still nosiness, isn't oh, it? Of course it is. But it's so annoying. You, you when disguise you don't know. it as <laughs> I want to make you feel yeah. better. It's but just uncaring. No, like just... <laughs> but also tell me all of it. In massive I won't detail. Tell anyone, but obviously I have to show my husband. Yeah. We'll talk about and it. the PTA. <laughs> and apart from that. <laughs> imagine being a teacher it's awful yeah. the amount of rumors that i spread about teachers <laughs> love lives because if i see a bit of chemistry between yeah. a man and a woman who happen to be teachers yeah I, they are having a, yeah. a ding dong obviously well it happened at my daughter's school we um teacher teacher no 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 not teacher that people. somebody um some uh there was, you know, the parents' WhatsApp group, the, the dreaded Oof, parents' WhatsApp the many, group. Yeah. So Katrina's leaving. Um, obviously, we're all really devastated because we were kind of hoping we'd have her for year two. But, you know, good luck to her because she's such a lovely person. She's really, really lovely. So um, I thought we're doing a little collection and um, she's going to a school in uh, Hampshire. So um, if we could do a little collection for her and uh, a, a card will be coming round. So everybody did the card and did the collection and gave the money to the bossy mum that's always in charge of buying all the things and all that. And then three days time, we had a little message again saying, um, she's not leaving. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Serena seems to have, I don't know how it came about, but one of the children overheard her saying something and thought that oh they... And God. this woman had listened to a six-year-old. Oh, 
stupid woman. Yeah. And then everyone had forked out. Everyone had kid. And it, it was incredibly modified. No, I only gave three pounds, actually. Oh. Could everybody give me the, Could I just have the three pounds back? Then the mother just, give I, the just, 20 pounds. Or I mean, obviously, I'll just give it straight to charity. But yes. if you don't mind refunding me, I'd be super grateful. <laughs> well, we could wait till she does actually leave. Or we could just force her to leave now because that's an embarrassment. <laughs> or could we just forego her birthday yeah. present? Like, Oh dear! Oh who dear. listened? And basically, this three, this six-year-old just overheard something oh about God. Hampshire, where she said she'd had a nice weekend trip to Hampshire, and then come home and said to her mum, "Katrina lives in Hampshire. Go to live in Hampshire." And that was that. <laughs> you can't take the word of a six-year-old. Oh dear! But it's funny, isn't it? Because I still get excited if I see a teacher outside of school. Oh. In a, if I'm in, a, I was because secretly I, we all think they yes. sleep. In the classroom. I know, but they have social lives. And when I was at the theatre recently, I saw one of my kids' teachers and it was like, I was just beyond excited. <laughs> I, just, I just couldn't believe it. And I, I was with a group of friends and I just kept going, no, there's, there's Mr. Parker, there's Mr. Parker. And they were like, we don't care. <laughs> but it's just weird, isn't it? If you see a teacher outside of the school playground, it's mm. like, it's like, it's much bigger than seeing a celebrity. That's why being a governor is great. Because you actually feel like you know them a bit. <laughs> and you're like a celebrity. Yes. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, yes. Like, oh, my God. That's Lucy Freeman. She's had a, she's had an elder flower picking festival. <laughs> <laughs> thought we would bump into her here. <laughs> <laughs> All the kids used to rush up to me and say, hello, auntie, when they saw me because I was in school such a lot. And it was very sweet, and my own Aww. children were completely mortified. <laughs> Other children liked me, so, which I hung on to, obviously. <laughs> <The fun auntie. sighs> but yes, but I got to know their first names, you know, and Aww, all that. Oh, that's so sweet. You know, so it was sort of they like, loved you know, you. The, no, 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 the teachers' first names. That oh, was, that I was see. Very, that made oh, me yes. extremely. You could call them Maddie yes. or yeah. John. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Lucy, I know. I've got I've got one of the teachers' mm. mobile numbers. Yeah, it's not and I knew you. how they took their tea and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you go yep. to their house? Uh, no, I was never oh. allowed. <clears throat> <laughs> so pathetic, isn't it? But... <laughs> it's that hangover from. When you weren't allowed to go into the staff room yes, in case you course. found out who smoked. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen Miss Sutherman, she smokes. Or you might get access to the sticker cupboard without um, <laughs> a proper adult being there. Because <laughs> my best friend at primary Access school, to the sticker cupboard without due care of attention. My, her, my best friend at primary, her mum was the school secretary. So if I was going Ooh. to her house after school, we'd have to stay at school until <gasps> five o'clock. That is so good we, networking, Harriet. Um, yeah, and we'd just be hanging out yeah. in school. Yeah. And we'd we'd be able to go into the office and open the cupboards and yeah. we got as many stickers as we wanted. No way. Yeah, yeah, we could just get the stickers, Lucy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. You are <laughs> and so some, cool. And they had the smelly ones. You know, oh ones no. that you rubbed. Oh wow. Did you ever have those smelly ones? No, I was never you allowed them. Rubbed a sticker. Oh. No. Yeah, those are the days. Anyway. <sighs> See, Such you'll always be cooler than me. I'm school <laughs> I'm governor, <laughs> chair of flipping Sorry, governors. You but... got the smelly sticker cupboard. I just had to get one up on you. You do. Every no, no Lucy, time. I'll never be a governor. I'll never be a governor. You'll always have that. <laughs> <laughs> you'll always be better than me. And your lips will always be plumper. 
and your eyelashes longer. <laughs> but your hair shorter. <laughs> I think we're slightly drunk now. I think we should probably... One and everybody only ha- takes one mojito for your to be that plus. Hattie's rum. Also, I never have rum I on a Friday night. <laughs> oh dear. <sighs> Shall I go down to well, the kitchen to see if Jeff's repapered the warm? <laughs> he's going to be really pissed off because oh, yeah. he wants that lemon drizzle cake too. Right. Have you had your dinner? Yes. Okay. Good. Yes, good. I have okay. had. Yeah. Sorry, I'll really. let you go. Thank you very much. You've got stuff to do. Um, Shall again. I play out then with a nice relaxing yes. music oh, again so you can do. have a little float yeah, off? Please, and I'll see you next week. So, ladies and gentlemen, this was a very long show. Thank yes. you for bearing with us, if you still are. If you haven't, <laughs> I don't blame you for a second. Okay, <laughs> bye bye, everybody. Bye.